for listening to our podcast, recorded live at Gateway Church Ashford. You can find out more about us on our website, gatewaychurchashford.co.uk. Thanks girls, that was great. Um, Now Debbie's going to come and uh, do a talk for us. Right, am I switched on? Yay. That was good, wasn't it? Brilliant. I've watched that probably, well, with them probably about 30 times. And on YouTube, you can search it, everything Lighthouse. Um, It's been watched over 20 million times on YouTube. So there's something really powerful in that. And it's an encouragement, I would say, um, as well, to keep watching it. It's a reminder of what Jesus has done for us, um, which is always good to remember, isn't it? Um, right, I get to do the talk. Well, hey. Um, so I, I was trying desperately to find somebody else to do this. I asked a lot of people. I don't want to be up here. Um, I like talking to kids. I like being in front of youth and doing that. I do not like talking to adults. And you're a bunch of adults. Um, so I'm going to imagine you're all probably about six or seven years of age. So if it feels like I'm being a bit condescending at times, go with it. <laughs> um, so I'm going to share a bit about opportunity, really, in terms of outreach and opportunity. Um, and God distinctly maybe told me to do this bit today because it's an opportunity and he asked me to step out. And if I'm asking you to take opportunities, that involves you stepping out. So I guess me doing this hopefully will encourage you to do whatever God tells you to do, right? Um, That's my logic. Um, If you don't like the talk, come chat to me about it. If you don't take anything away from it, I'm sorry. Hopefully there's something else in the service which will be good for you. So, right. How's everybody doing? Yeah? Favourite bit so far? All of it, yeah. Perfect response. Alyssa, you've got like 10 Debbie points now. It's excellent. So I better introduce myself, really. Not every, I don't know everybody. You don't probably know me, a lot of you. Um, I'll start off with a bit of an introduction. Um, so my name's Debbie Burgess. I'm 29. Um, I'm not married, don't have kids, but I have two wonderful uh, nieces and nephews who I love to hang out with. Um, I'm an occupational therapist by trade. Uh, I love sport. I'm a footballer. I'm a woman that plays football. (gasps) So I've learned perseverance from an early age and to give as good as I get. So uh, if you want to banter, we can go there. That's fine. Um, I love to travel. I travelled during my teenage years with church. I travelled before uni. I travelled after uni. I travelled in between work. And I aim to travel a bit more. Um, I just love doing that. I love the opportunity it gives me doing that. Um, I started off going to a small church. Um, that, uh, I learnt and had lots of opportunities there. I learnt to do setup. I learnt to do PA. learnt to do leading worship. learnt to do kids' work. learnt to do youth work. learnt to do tea and coffees. So I had a love for church early on because um, we were always there doing a bit of everything. Um, and now I'm part of Gateway. Woohoo! Been here for the last few years. Um, and firstly, I'm a member of Gateway Church. I love the church. It, it keeps me accountable. It encourages me, and it's a great community as well. Um, and second to that, I look after the youth here at Gateway. So you might not have ever heard of anything to do with youth at church because you might not have a youth in youth work. So, but it definitely exists. We do lots of things. We have a fantastic team who run loads of stuff as well. So I would recommend you get to know the team, you would get to know our youth as well. As you can see from the worship, from the drama, from everything that they've been doing, they are 
fantastic group, really. Um, I couldn't have an easier job in some ways in terms of looking after them and working with their parents. Because where there's youth, there are parents or carers. So uh, it's, you know, it's a team effort for all of us, really. Um, so that is me. I like getting to know people, so if you're around, you know, come say hello. Um, it's all good. Um, but so I guess by sharing all of that, hopefully you've got an idea that I quite like opportunities in doing things. I, if you set me a challenge, I will generally have a go at it, unless Rachel Budd once said to me, let's do parachuting, I said no to that. Um, anything else I might have a go at, um, just because, I don't know, there's something in me that wants to have a go at most things. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, that's okay. And if it does, even better, I've got a great experience under my belt. Um, so hopefully that adds a bit of authenticity to what I'm talking about in terms of opportunities as well. Um, so I have notes. I feel very professional. See, this is all I'm going to, I'm going to share a bit and then distract you and pretend that it's all a bit of a joke and then come back to the real stuff. Um, so outreach. Don't know about you, but sometimes um, it can send you on a guilt trip. I don't know if you've ever been there. I certainly have. People go, oh, what outreach have you been in? Or a friend's told you about someone they've spoken to and shared the gospel with. You're like, oh, when was the last time I did that? Um, this is not meant to be a guilt trip, okay? This is meant to be an encouragement and a challenge um, to you to sort of take up what God and the Holy Spirit's prompting you to do. You know, it's not me saying you should do this. It's just an encouragement um, and a challenge to think about what you do. So I have a little prop. So you love props? Um, we have in with us today the Flames, Flames Plus and the Rockets. I did know that, yes. Um, kids, there is two little prizes in here. I'm going to ask my bouncers, Sam and Dylan, yes, to come stand up or you can come sit on the stairs. They're going to be looking out for two really good listeners, okay? Because I have a gift in here for you, just a small one. Um, for great listening. So, but you can't get this prize until you get through my bouncers and they pick you, okay? And I've, in this box, there is a gift. And as opportunities are, they're only as good as whether you act on them and whether you re- respond to it. So at the moment, I'm going to leave this over here, which makes it pretty useless to you guys, don't you? Any kids want sweets in here? Nobody wants any sweets? Dan does. Dan gets both sweets, and Nathan. There we go. So a Beth in hand over there. And right at the back, yeah. So you guys might get some sweets. Um, but that gift is pretty rubbish over there at the moment because it's not being opened, right? So we're going to leave it there. So the first point is opportunity. What are the recent opportunities that you've been aware of that God has given you? And um, what do you think has passed you by as well? Opportunities always pass us by because... The, the, we're human, right? We, sort of, we get distracted by things. So just a bit of a thought. I'm going to ask you three questions. Again, I like a challenge. So I'm using the word you in this. Rather than we, I'm going to use the word you. Because we, we can do it all together, but God wants to talk to you. And if you can change, it will change the we, right? So the first three questions are, are you willing to have the risk of costs, your money, your time, your energy, um, in order to take God's opportunities. That's number one. Are you willing to have the risk of the cost, money, time, anything like that, in order to take God's opportunities? Two, are you willing to give up fear for the unknown? We all have fears, right? Sometimes I came across a spider last night in the kitchen. 
and uh, Anna's face. I live with Anna. We share a flat. And it came running across, and I was on the way out, and I was like, oh, it'll just go hide somewhere. I'll, run, I'll, I'll go out. But then I thought, Anna hates spiders. Her fear is definitely a spider, so I stuck a jar over it and thought, I'll come back to that later. I then tried to throw it out the window, but you know when it catches on the lip of the jar? And I looked back and I was, oh! So I'm sorry, God, I squashed it. Um, so we all have fears. So what... Are you willing to give up your fear for the unknown, really? Are you willing to lay it down? Fear is quite a big thing to contend with sometimes, especially when it's deep-rooted and there's something there that's locking it in. But again, God and the Holy Spirit can help you out with that. And the third one is, is your sense of God's adventure greater than your sense of fear? So fear is a bit of a key one this morning about opportunities. Um, me and Anna tend to do something slightly odd. If we get a bit bored, we tell each other stories. Bit of an odd household. So uh, she, that's the one she came up with. So she was telling this story about uh, Debbie Duck. I wonder where she got the name from, right? Um, and it, basically the story was about an adventure. And it said, she said, is your sense of adventure greater than your sense of fear? If you've got this equilibrium going on, one's generally going to out-tip the other, or they're going to be the same and nullify each other, right? So is your sense of God's adventure greater than your sense of fear? And if you want something to remember that by, remember Debbie Duck had greater adventure than she did fear. So can you say that about yourself? Maybe have a think about it. So that's a challenge. And then another thing just to think about, you know the story in the Bible about Peter when he got out of the boat? Because Jesus called him. We did this at our youth camp a few years ago. And uh, Jesus calls him, he gets out of the boat, he has a bit of a wobble. But the first thing I want to focus on, there's lots of people in that boat, only he got out. It's quite a profound thing, really. When you think about ratios, if you're a mathematician, you know, one in 12, you know, disciples got out of the boat in that instance. Imagine if that was one in 12 of us with every opportunity. Imagine if that was 100%. We could say about this church with Gateway and, you know, all churches across Africa. It would be amazing if we said 100% of the people get out of the boat because Jesus called them, because the opportunity was there. That's quite a profound thought, really, isn't it? That's quite exciting. So is your sense of adventure with God greater than your fears? Um, two opportunities that are really distinct is the first one, Jesus reaches out to us. He offers us forgiveness. He comes to planet Earth. He lives as a man, as God, and then goes back to heaven having defeated all sin. So whether you're a Christian here today or not, maybe not in this case, you're not sure about it, you come, through, come here through Alpha, a friend's brought you, or you've just wandered in, Jesus is giving you the opportunity to respond. So and a response is active or passive. Be active about it. Receive Jesus' forgiveness. It transforms your life. It renews you. You have eternal life. What's John 3.16? So love the world. I think we know it. Do you think we agree? So there's a promise in that, isn't there? So if you are just visiting, you don't know Jesus, I recommend him to you. He's reaching out. He's done the hard work. He's just waiting for your response to, you know, to transform all your life as well. Um, anybody, any kids heard of Zacchaeus? Any hands up? We've got a few. Yeah. How tall was he? 
Really tall, really, really tall, midget, short. Don't know, is that not correct to say that? Who knows? Uh, we've got hands up at the back. Can you shout out how tall he was? Short, he was short. But you know what? He'd heard about Jesus, so he went down to the place where Jesus was coming, and he got in a tree because he couldn't see him. And um, from that, his life got changed. So he had the opportunity to respond to Jesus. He went to see, and because of that, his world got changed. So just an example there as well. So we've got the opportunity to receive forgiveness, Jesus reaching out. The second one is having, having you receive Jesus' forgiveness. What does Matthew... 28.18, is that the right one? The Great Commission. It tells us very clearly... Sue, do you know it? Go into all the world. Yes, there we go. We'll go with what Sue's paraphrase. Go into all the world. So it's clearly said to us, now that you've received, go reach out to others. So God's reached down. We've got the opportunity to take his forgiveness. Go reach others. So we've now got the opportunity to pass it on as well and reach out. So two clear, distinct opportunities. So I'm just going to ask you the questions again. Are you willing to give up the risks of the costs in order to take God's opportunities? Are you willing to give up fear for the unknown? Is your sense of God's adventure greater than your sense of fear? So that's the challenge. Now I'm going to give us some hope. Woohoo! Do you love hope? Yes, I do. Otherwise I wouldn't bother doing a lot. So um, three things. Um, Three Bible verses to encourage us and to motivate us, hopefully particularly as well. Philippians 14, 13 says, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. So any opportunity, the Holy Spirit gets your way. Maybe it's chatting to a friend. Maybe it's giving someone a lift home. Maybe it's giving someone your coat because they're not cold enough. Not cold enough, not warm enough. Um, maybe it's giving a financial gift to somebody else. Maybe it's giving someone your time and energy. Um, but we can do all things in Christ who strengthens us. That's a good thing to stand on, right? Something to work with. And um, the next one, when we're reaching out, we've got opportunities. Do, who was here for the unlimited church service? It was during the summer last year. I'm not going to reenact what we did. Maybe that's why there's a few tentative hands. My dad was doing the talk, and he asked me, without me knowing, to come up to the front, and then he said, fall back into my arms and I'll catch you. (sighs) Wasn't that fun? Um, So it takes trust. You might be given an opportunity, like my dad said to me. He said, come over here and do this. This is your opportunity to demonstrate trust. Um, So it takes trust. And God tells us about that too. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Um, I know it's a favourite of mine. Might be a few others here as well. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he'll make straight your paths. It's, It's a very straightforward verse. I like it for that reason. It tells me clearly what I should be doing and the order that I do it in. First, trust God. Don't lean on what I understand, because it's probably usually slightly wrong. And all my ways acknowledge him, and he'll make my path straight. So it's a very logical verse in that sense. So we can do all things through him who strengthens us, me, you. 
I can trust in the Lord with all my heart and do, and I will not lean on my own understanding. And in all my ways, I will acknowledge him and he will make my path straight. I like to say that to myself. You know, get a good word into your heart and it hopefully will come out as well. Um, so that's another encouragement. And then the third one is 2 Corinthians 12, uh, 9 to 10. But he said to me, grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. But when I am weak, then I am strong. So if you have opportunities, don't worry about it. That's what I'm saying here. Trust in the Lord. He's bringing them your way for a reason, right? Um, so for when you're weak, he is strong. I don't like doing this, but um, hopefully God will do something through it. Maybe just for me, maybe for other people here in terms of what's being shared. Um, but there's an element of obedience that comes with that as well. Um, so what stops you from saying yes to the Holy Spirit's prompting? Because when Jesus ascended back to heaven, who did he leave behind? The Holy Spirit. Jesus was one man in one place. The Holy Spirit is everywhere. Sounds a bit creepy, isn't it? But it's quite cool. Uh, Jesus living in us and being with us to help us in all things. So it could be pride, fear, failure, judgment. You've been told you're not good enough. You've done something before. It didn't work. Um, Usually as humans... There's something in us that can create a bit of hesitance about doing things. Um, So as professionals, as an occupational therapist, uh, part of my code of conduct and part of my profession is to do continual professional development, in which is reflective practice. Basically, you're always reflecting on your practice. Is there a way I could do it better, uh, more soundly, that sort of thing? So maybe this is for you. Your CPD is um, what stops you. Have a think about that. And maybe what verses could you install in your heart to encourage you when opportunities come your way as well? Um, so, and I'm just going to put out there, I feel like God's putting it on my heart. We always look around each other. For example, I was thinking, my dad could do this far better. He knows the Bible inside and out. Uh, well, I'm getting there. Graham and Sue, great experience. Johnny and Patricia, lifetimes worth of experience of sharing. You know, just you can look at other people and go, oh, they're far better suited for what this activity looks like it should be. Like for this being a talk. I don't know whether it's something else in your home, your family, your workplace, whatever, at school. Um, but we did this at the Unlimited Party a couple of weeks ago. Your fingerprint is unique to you. And we looked at our fingerprint and we said, God has made me unique. So... In order to be unique, there's special things about you which don't exist in other people, right? So God knows that, and he's made you. He knew you before you were made anyway. But um, remember that when opportunities come your way, they're being given to you for a reason as well. God wants you to step out. He wants you to grow. He wants you to develop and flourish in him, but also serve and reach out to other people as well. So remember, God has given you special things that other people can't do. Ash, I was having a bit of a nightmare with worship this morning, but she led faithfully on. She could do that, I couldn't. I was floundering. That's okay. That's great. That's what teamwork's about. But if an opportunity comes your way, 
Remember, God is giving it to you. So treasure it, I would say, in that as well. Treasure the opportunity. Because um, it's a real privilege to work in his plan, his purpose. So if we hold that dearly, then we might hold the opportunity a bit more dearly too. So we're almost there. Kids are doing well. Sam, Dylan, got a couple of ideas? You're not switching off? No? No, you've never turned off doing talks, do they? They're always fired and switched on. Um, so the last bit, the challenge and the encourager. So why not? Why not be bolder, more confident, more daring in the small and the large things? Because you can do all things through him who strengthens you. You can trust him with all your heart. He'll make your path straight. And for when you are weak, he's your strength. So good assurance is there to have a go. Why does it matter? You are unique. God is giving you the opportunity. Treasure it. Respond to it. Um, because he wants to build relationship with you as well and use you too. How do you apply it? I know how to do it in my life. I'm going to leave it to you to work out how to do it in yours. At youth, we like to be challenging. You know, well, I can do this, but what I teach is only as good as what I know. You can only apply it if you want to learn it and do it. Um, so your world, your walk with the Holy Spirit, your fears, your concerns, your strengths, your weaknesses, you know all about those. So maybe have a chat with God. Ask the Holy Spirit to convict a few things, to encourage a few things. Chat to a friend at church, chat to a community group to um, encourage, keep each other accountable. It's always good. And then, so Jesus has made a way. He reached out to us. We can respond to that, and we can reach out to others, and the Holy Spirit is there to help us every step of the way. And we need to be asking for the Holy Spirit's help too, because we can do things of our own strength and forget, oh yeah, God, was that right? But then we're going, God, do you want me to do that? And he can be with you in it too. Um, so my last and finishing statement is, he believes in you, so we need to surrender instead of being stubborn. Be obedient instead of being resistant. Don't let your emotions dictate to you. Don't let pride stop you. Trust him and get out of the boat when opportunity comes your way. So there's a lot of active stuff going on there. So be encouraged. You're made with purpose, reason. God wants a relationship and he wants to use you and then opportunities will come up as well. So kids, who was listening? Ah, Nate was. Well done. Nate, what did you learn? Get out of the boat. boat. Absolutely. So Sam, Dylan, if you want to stand up. Did anybody else learn something? Ben Cole? Reaching out. Reaching out. Absolutely. Huh? Bang. Bang. So you're now going to go give a sweet to any kid you like you thought was listening well, just as an opportunity to share gifts with them and uh, for them to be able to receive it. I think kids can receive sweets Sam. quite well, can't they? <laughs> They're not yourself. Um, you don't need the D&D autos, £15 off your next service. That was a little reminder. <laughs> so just give a sweet to anybody you think has been listening well as a gift. I know, that's why I gave you the job. It's so much harder, isn't it? There we go. Go find someone. Oh. Fantastic. Right, we're going to do an activity now. Dan's going to explain it. So it's a chance and an opportunity for you to respond right now and to get in the habit of responding to opportunities. Um, So I'm going to hand over to Dan and Worship Man if you want to come up. That would be great.
Um, so, as, as Debbie said, do activity now. And um, I've been told that on the bottom of most of your chairs, there's a sticky note. And um, so what we can do is, while we're worshipping, um, we're going to write on it name of a person that you would like to um, see come to know Jesus. And then what we're going to do is come and stick it on one of the letters on the wall here whilst we're doing worship. So... And repeat it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so if you guys didn't hear that, um, whilst we're all worshipping, um, write the name of the person that you would like to see come to know Jesus. And if you come then and stick it up on the wall whilst we're worshipping, and um, then we can um, pray for them to come to know Jesus later on um and also whilst we're uh, worshiping we'll take up the offering and don't feel obliged that you have to put anything in the offering it's um just between you and god <laughs> 